madness. <sighs> Am I starting it? Yeah. Okay. And that's the camera. Hello everybody, welcome back to Newton's Nuggets. Now, if things sound a bit wrong today, if things look a bit wrong for those of you who are on YouTube, I think that's two of you now. I think there's, is it two people? Two on the YouTube, yeah. yeah. two people on YouTube. Hi Chris, 50% hey Chris. of the YouTubers. Yep. Actually, it might be three. Because yeah. I had somebody come over from our Twitch stuff as well. Ooh, yeah, we do Twitch stuff. Three people, three mm. people on mm. YouTube. Um, yeah, things are a bit different because we're way too busy... We've got to go to London after this, and we've made this as an excuse to, for both of us to be in Jesse's studio. Look, look, look for those mate, of you... That's, that's going to be disgusting and sweaty. I'm hot. I, I enjoyed it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think you for should of... that bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you only listening to the podcast, I was touching his face just to prove that I'm here. Daddy he didn't say anything ruder. There's so many ruder ways I could have said that. I, yeah, I know. I was... Professional business podcast. Where? Yeah, they start me <laughs> laughing again. Right. Anyway, so back to the show. Today's show, we are interviewing a lovely guy. I've known it, I've only known this guy a couple of years. I only really met him. Um, met him before the pandemic hit. Got on well with him during the pandemic. He's helped me with computer stuff. I've helped him with businessy stuff. And basically, we now give each other hints and tips and kick each other up the backside every so often. Yep. It's a really nice guy. His name is Tony Edwards. Um, some of the things I need to tell you about him is, number one, he saved me from having to buy a new laptop because he fixed it for not much money. And number two, he's the guy who did the Nuggeteer jingle. The one that you have all grown to love over the last few weeks. Well, me and you love it. Yeah, we definitely love it. We both dance to it. It's far too funny. Um, and So thanks, Tony. Ladies and gents, uh, do you have anything you want to say? No, I love Tony. Mate, I, I like this. We can actually talk really quickly rather than having the weight on Zoom. Yeah. I like this. Right, ladies and gents, here's an advert, then we'll go to the interview. See you in a minute. Newton's Nuggets. Ladies and gents, I need to tell you about NerdCon. This is being run by really good friends of this show, Mr. Brad Burton and Mr. Paul Spicer, who is basically middle-aged gamer guy UK on Twitch. Both of them have been on the show. We love both of them to bits. And this August the 17th in 2022, they are running. Ah, oh, Jesse, how would you describe it? It's a nerdy, geeky event, isn't it? It's an absolute nerd fest uh, where, where Paulie and I are going to fit right in. Ah, oh, we're going to be there. We're going to be playing arcade games. I'm going to be messing about. I'm going to be playing bimble. I'm going to be playing. How many arcade games are there? Oh, hundreds. Of, there's three floors, basically. And then there's so there's three floors of games. So once you've paid your ticket to get in, basically you've got free access to all of the games. And then they've got live shows, they've got competitions, there's cash prizes on stuff I've just heard. So there's all sorts I'm of stuff. I'm going to steal on. a load of stuff. I'm going to nick as much as I can. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that publicly. No, you shouldn't. Ah, well, Damn it. everybody knows what you do Ladies for a living, gents. right? Yeah, no, nobody. They'll trust me, right? I just won't wear the hat. Nobody oh, there, there will be stalls. So you won't be stealing from them. You'll be paying for stuff from the stalls. And there's a burger bar. There's a for lunch. There's a burger bar, and they do hot dogs and yeah. burgers and stuff. And st I'm so and, happy. And, and like alcohol bars for those who. Are I'm gonna. Yeah, oh yeah, alcohol. We we hardly have a drink. Might have a beer. Um, ladies and gents, go have a look at www.nerdcon.co.uk. Buy your tickets there. Hello everybody and welcome back. I told you this one was going to be a cracker because this, actually, do you know what? 
this guy has turned into one of my really good friends. I love him to bits, and I meet him in car parks for hugs. Um, I'm not sure that's how I should announce someone. Ladies and gents, it's the awesome Mr. Tony Edwards. Tony, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Do you know what? I'm really good. I'm absolutely shattered. But I'm having so much fun at the moment, mate. It's just ridiculous. Um, and, and Right. So Tony Edwards... Companies called BitSmart. Can you, for those, you know, one or two people that might not know you, because my word, if they listen to the show and haven't heard your name quite a few times, there's something wrong there. Okay. Who are you? What do you do? And why should people listen to us to chat on for about 30 minutes? Right. So I am Tony Edwards. I run BitSmart, as Paul has said. I'm based in Winchester and basically. I can deliver IT support and services to a business from one man band all the way up. Um, why should people listen to what we're going to talk about? Because chances are we're going to talk some rubbish. Uh, we're going to talk some tech tech stuff because I know how much you love talking about tech and cybersecurity, Paul. I'm, I'm great um, at tech. And you're amazing at tech. And because I kind of put some little jingle together for you as well. Mate, we've been using that for nearly a month now and it makes me laugh every time. I, I chuckle every time I listen and it's just, I can just hear, I can, I can just imagine you. But I, normally when I'm driving in the car, I'll be listening to the to the episode on a Wednesday. Yeah. And it'll come on and I can just imagine you and Jesse just sat there dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. That is the dance. That is the dance we have to do. But just for those of you who don't know, Jesse's still doing the dance, literally in the green room while recording the show. Brilliant. Um, and do you know what? With the feedback we've had on that jingle, mate, we've had people message us going, that's brilliant. It fits in with your show so well. And I'm like, okay. Okay, that works. It made me laugh. I'm good. Um, and, and right, Tony, you have fixed computers after they've been poorly fired? I have, yes. That's when we typically meet in car parks with um, large brown envelopes or plastic bags underneath our coats as we pass them yep. across in the rain. Yep, didn't look dodgy <laughs> at all, did it? This, oh, this one time. Um, seriously, when Tony says he will be anywhere to get to a computer to try and help someone, seriously, we met in a car park of a supermarket near the recycling section bins, so the dodgiest, furthest waypoint possible. And as I'm getting this computer, this laptop out that's wrapped in a plastic bag, it's then that I realise it looks like we're doing the dodgiest drug deal ever. Um, you know, two big guys, shaved heads, swapping packages around. It was just, it was beautifully wrong. Um, and then if we in every other way, <laughs> I know. If we were being watched by anyone, we then gave each other a really big cuddle. Just wrong. Mate, we should have been stopped by the police or something. I go, what did you just pass him? My laptop because I broke it. <laughs> Brilliant. And then they go to you, give us the package. Laptop. There you go. Mate, it was funny. It was funny. Um, right, Tony, I wanted you on the show for a couple of reasons. Um, number one is you're awesome and you've helped us so much that that I just wanted to say thank you. Okay. Whenever you've sent in feedback, it's always been constructive and it's always been helpful. And sometimes it's been a bit of a kick up the backside because it's hard to know what people are thinking when they're listening to the show. Uh, number two, 
I love what you've done with your business, mate. I know me and you have talked about this before, but you really did break yourself out from places that you didn't want to be at. And you're now running your own business with, I word this carefully, a level of success that I am proud of you for. Okay. So if it's all right with you. I'm going to start crying in a minute, mate. Well, don't, because that, that's rubbish for the podcast. <laughs> it, it's okay for YouTube. People can watch you. But, but do you know what I mean, though? You, you, right. Where was Tony Edwards four years ago? Uh, so four years ago, I was head of IT for a procurement organisation. Awesome. So you're working within IT. You, you know yep. you like IT. And you're literally doing the buying for an organisation. So it so the organisation was a, is a franchise group. Yeah. We people buy into the brand, get access to the systems and all those sorts of things to be able to provide procurement services to other businesses. And I nice. managed all the most of the IT for that organisation. But yes, I, I did then do some procurement activities for people as well awesome so what what how and why because i picked four years purposely because two years ago we'd just hit lockdown okay four years ago you're in quite a good job quite a sensible job with all yeah. of the the loving trappings of a good job okay why are you now tony edwards of bitsmart So, for that, I think we probably need to go a bit further back. Okay. If I'm going to be honest. So, when I was a kid, I got a lot of um, bullying, I suppose is the, is the word, um, all the way through school, literally from first day to last day, all the way through. I was this, you, it's difficult to imagine being as I'm six foot two and rather large now. But when I left school, I was five foot four. So in, in June 19 something and 1990 something, when I left school, yeah. I was five foot four. When I went to get my GCSE results, I was six foot. So in two months, yeah, I had this massive there. growth spurt because there was no, the, all the pressures of that bullying had gone. It was still up here, but because I didn't have to like hide and cower away and things, my body just went, something to grow um so that knocked my confidence massively obviously yeah. i decided university wasn't for me when i went when i uh turned 18 i was at mcdonald's part-time at through college where i studied it obviously um and i just yeah decided college uh, university wasn't for me at the time i was gonna take a gap year eight years later i was still on that gap year Yep. Um, and if it wasn't for my girlfriend at the time, I would have never gone to university. Going to university changed everything. M took me out of working 70, 80 hours a week, doing something I was doing for a little bit, essentially pocket money. You know, they don't pay, well, they didn't back then pay as well as they do now. But no, it's a hard job. From my time at McDonald's, I seem to recall... The money only really got good back then when you hit like area manager. Yeah. 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 Um, weirdly, I left school. 
I went to college and I worked at McDonald's. Um, it's scary, isn't it? It is. Um, but, you know, I went from scrubbing the toilets to essentially training restaurant managers how to run the restaurants. Because I'd been there so long, I'd learned everything. My first store manager is one of my best friends. He was best man at my wedding. I was best man at his. Um, we still talk about, it's weird, we still talk about things and we, he'll say something. It's like, I remember you saying that 20 odd years ago. Wow. When we were working together. Um, and do you know what? On this point, I'm going to say, I would not knock McDonald's as an employer. No, not so. You, you actually can progress by proving your value. So on that side, really great company to work for, weirdly. Yeah, and and the the training you get, again, for that is not only good for the job, but it's, you know, there's stuff now that I do, processes that I put in place into this business that I've adapted from then. Yeah. Because it's all in here still, somewhere. Yeah. and Um, Which is is scary, really. Because I do see people going, oh, are you going to work there? And they'll, they'll mock some form of retail or some form of hospitality or leisure. But me and you both know, if you get into them and do well at it, actually, you can create a decent career. Um, okay. You know, I did it for 10 years. It couldn't have been that bad for it. No, no, exactly. I, I earned but money after a while. I got to a level where I couldn't really go any further without people leaving. Yeah, my girlfriend at the time was like, "You're better than this." Luckily, that girlfriend is now my wife, um, so she keeps kicking me up the. Brilliant, brilliant! I was worried about the bum to. I was going to go then. <laughs> uh, she uh, yeah, so she keeps kicking me up the bum at different ver- uh, stages of the uh, the career. So went to university. So so okay, on the girlfriend wife kicking you up the backside thing, is that a mutual thing? Do you sometimes? push her in a nice, gentle way that we're not going to call kicking? I do now. Good. Good. Um, Because, yeah, she's gone, you know, she, when I went to university, she changed jobs as well. So we were both at McDonald's together. I was her boss. Um, Hey, you know, people have office romances all the time. Yes. You know, what's the difference? What's the difference between a photocopier and a chip fryer, right? One of them hurts a lot more. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Don't, don't um, put your bum on one of them. And um, so, yeah, she, she changed jobs as well. She went and worked and has, hasn't left. Uh, she's working for a supermarket chain. Yeah. And she was doing, she was doing nights all outside of the university. So I was doing university in the day. I'd be then working some evenings in a part-time job while she was at Sainsbury's Tesco's as the A and other. There are other black brands available. Um, Doing shelf stacking. And, you know, got through university, got a job in the New Forest as a web designer slash IT office manager, which was great. Really enjoyed it. It was for a tar warehouse. They're now a customer of mine every so often which is nice as well. Um, And I enjoyed that job. The hours killed me. I'd got, I've been used to, so so used to night shift, day shift, 
morning shift, day shift, not, you know, it's all that, that shift irregularity to yeah. eight in the morning till five every day and having to leave Winchester to get to essentially Bournemouth every day. And yeah, I was, I wasn't late every day, but I'd walk in dead on eight o'clock or a minute past. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. every day. <laughs> and um, then this procurement job came up in uh, Winchester, close to the home, applied. Well, in fact, the first time I, I found the job, went to apply, said it had been taken. Oh, oh that's a shame. Two days later, it was back on Reed or Indeed or whatever. Uh, I think it was Indeed, actually. So applied, got a phone call from a recruiter, had an interview the same day, went back for a second interview the next day, and they offered me the job there and then, which was great because it was closer to home. Um, I've got two kids. I've got a 17-year-old stepdaughter and my son, who's 10 now. So he was two then. Yeah. So it's great. It was, you know, I was able to be home at a reasonable hour. Um, if I needed to go to school play or something like that, I could go. They were very, very good with that. Um, but it got to, yeah, about three and a half, four years ago, I'd reached, again, I'd reached that plateau. I'd reached that glass ceiling. I knew that I couldn't, there was no director, opera, you know, off, uh, openings coming up anytime soon yeah i i'd hit that glass ceiling and it was like i need to do something else yeah i go and find another job because let's face it head of it in london could earn me a hell of a lot more money but the stress and the travel just wasn't worth it which is why i considering you've enjoyed working in winchester yeah considering you've just talked about the job that you loved but the travel was a pig and adding on what at least two hours a day then, then, you know, you're wasting and losing 10 hours a week of your own time. Exactly. Um, I don't know, mate. Then making a choice of let's go to London instead because that'll be easier, right? Uh, no, no. So, so what started going into your head when you were thinking about I've hit the ceiling? That was the time we met. I'm, uh, I met a friend of yours, a friend of mine and a friend of your shows, Brad. Yep, one of the first people who came on this show when we seriously had next to no listeners, no one backing it, and that that the man that I lovingly call an absolute idiot because he came on this show with nothing to gain from doing it. He is UK's number one business motivational speaker. Okay, he's known across the whole land. He didn't need to do this at all, and because of that, I'll always love that bloke. Um. Yeah, and and he then fits into this story nicely because he's the reason we met, isn't he? He is. Um, but before that, he came. He was giving his Salford style um, presentation um, at the work annual conference. They booked him as a speaker. No way! Did he tell the story about his window being shut up? Yeah. Um, so imagine most of these people are white middle-aged men yep a light smattering of ladies and other ethnic other ethnicities ethnicities in the room but predominantly old fat white men um and he wasn't allowed to swear i think he said the s word once and that was it yeah exactly um how how much how 
How did they stop him swearing? I don't know. Mate, I'm a hip. Um, I've never managed to stop him swearing. So I was doing the sound and the AV for him. That was my job on conference days. I, I no do sound way. and I AV. I thought you were part of the audience for this story. No, no, no. I, I'm, I was on the side of the stage doing his sound levels and all that. And wow, I didn't know that. And so I was just sat there like that listening to this bloke from Manchester talk. And I'm like, oh, this makes sense. And it, it was just surreal to see some bloke in t- black T-shirt and jeans to, you know, talk to the this 150-person um, audience. And some of the story resonated. I didn't think anything of it after that. Yeah. I was then at an exhibition uh, at Excel because I'd get involved in the recruitment side for franchisees. And he was a speaker on that event as well. I didn't realise this until I was in the queue getting a coffee and I turned around and there's Brad and he's like, oh, this is Pepper. And I'm like, oh, hi. So that was the first time I met Pepper as well. And I stood there because luckily, for me anyway, I didn't have to leave my stand to hear him talk because it was right next to the uh, stage. So I was just stood there listening again for 45 minutes. And that's when I kind of had that eureka moment. Maybe there's more to, I wouldn't say life, but more to work than making other people rich. Oh. And may, maybe I could do it myself. It's something I wanted to do for a while, but never really had the, never had the bottle. Um, you know, didn't, I don't come from a family with money. You know, my dad was a carpenter. My mum was a housewife. Yeah. We, we didn't go without, but, you know, we, it wasn't a, you know, an affluent upbringing. Um, and everything we've got, you know, between me and my wife, we've, scraped for scraped and saved for so we used to work in hard it was like it's gonna to be too much hard work i'll leave it took three meetings with brad for me to make the decision they were the first two the third one was at the hampshire business show in 2019 wow i was at that show and that was before we met that was before we met as well yeah, as it was. Um, that was when he introduced me to another friend of the show, Ian. Oh, Mr. Dixon. Mr. Dixon. So far, he then, then dropped three past guests. I'm liking this. They then dragged me to his big 100 that he did pre-COVID at the Village Hotel in Portsmouth. Oh, hold on. Was I there for that one? I think I was. Again, I don't know. I met a couple of... Obviously, at that point, we were part of... Now what club? Yeah. Um, and I didn't know anybody, so I was just plonked on a table with some random people, as I thought. Now, three or four of them are quite, you know, we're, we're quite friendly, and which is nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going to those chance meetings um, kind of gave me the get off your... But again, I'm trying not to swear so hard. Um, It's all right. You're allowed. If it's really bad, Jesse will cover it. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. They're both, you know, all of that gave, 
kick me up the arse to at least try. If I, you know, I'm nearly 40. I'm like, if I don't try and do it now, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And as luck would have it, COVID happened. See, now you sounds really, really nicely. But for me, COVID was probably the best thing to happen. (laughs) Yeah, weird. It sounds morbid. It sounds horrible. It does. It sounds horrible. Okay, because we both know the devastation it caused so many people. But for me and for you, it was life-changing in a very different way. Absolutely. I mean, the day we met was a month before COVID at the uh, Marwell Hotel, 4N meeting, birthday. Oh, when, when I wasn't... When, when, when you weren't part of the team and you and Brad ended up waiting tables, yeah. Yeah, me and Brad Burton waiting tables for people's lunch. Um, yeah, that was funny. And that was one of the moments, again, that I'd liked being a part of 4N because it just showed that day that, that nobody cares about your status. You know what? And that was my... People there that needed lunch and me and Brad just dropped our egos and went and did it. Um, Diane Moore was there. Jody was... No, Jade was there. Scottney. Jade was there, yeah. Uh, Mike Boss, Ian was there again. Wow, some absolute legend from my world. And yeah, yeah, we met properly then. So the reality is, right, there was probably three other events that we could have met at. And we didn't. And then that lunch was when we actually properly met and got on and just had a bit of a, you're right? Yeah, you? Yeah. Okay, got this. Because I walked into that room not knowing anybody. I'd never been to a networking event like that before. Everything else I'd been to had been pre-organised. I knew who I was going to see. And um, so I walked in kind of wild-eyed and wide-eyed, sorry, not uh, wild-eyed, wide-eyed and kind of bricking it. Um, So, again, I I recognised your face from your... Facebook picture because obviously we were, the club was essentially a big Facebook group. Yep. Uh, I, rec- uh, I recognized Bossies again from Facebook. Um, and so as soon as I saw a couple of people that I kind of recognized, the um, what's the word? An- anxiety levels reduced a bit and I was able to yeah. it is sort a- of deliver yeah, a 40 it? second pitch. Yeah, you've got that weird fear of I'm walking into a room full of people that might know each other really well and I'm the newbie. Yep. And and then you do come in and find, and I think I was I was helping on the door as well, and just saying hello to people, and then we saw each other, and I went, I know you from that group, AD, and and yeah, it does relax you a bit, doesn't it? And um, je- je- people who listen to the show know this already, but I warn you now, Jesse's just pinged me a note that Becca Pountney, who was on the show a few weeks back, one of the things that she said was. Uh, whoever you speak to could be the one connection that transforms your business. Mate, the fact that Brad had that effect on you, and then without knowing, you're then meeting Pippa, you're meeting Ian Dixon, you, you then start, you, you go into a group with a few of us, 
You then meet me at that lunch. You meet Bossy at that lunch. You, meet, you know, you've started meeting people that can really help your new business. And the reality is we don't even need to try too hard. No. You know, because we've already got the networks. Um, and Mr. Dixon is an absolute powerhouse around Hampshire and around the whole of the UK. Actually, no, that's a lie. Around the world, he's known. And if, if he likes someone and likes what they do, mate, that's massive. You've got Brad Burton singing your praises and telling people how great you are. Um, you've helped Pippa with stuff. You've helped Brad's team with stuff and proved your value. And then all of a sudden, so, so had BitSmart started at that point, or was it in? Uh, so I had, it had, you know, on paper it started. Okay. I hadn't really, I'd done a few social posts just to get myself used to doing them regularly. Um, I was built midway through building the website. Um, and that was about it. Mate, Jesus, that's right. So you've, so you've got this business. To be fair, though, it did have a customer already. <coughs> one at that point, one one customer who I'd sold some internet connectivity to on Christmas Eve, twenty nineteen. So you've now walked into this room. <clears throat> You're now kind of in the lap of five of possibly the most proactive people I know. I didn't realise that that was how that happened. <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for you now. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you handle that then? How did you handle suddenly meeting us lot? And I'm putting myself in with that bundle because apparently I'm quite scary with the way I do things. Um, I just took it. It's, you know, I just took everybody on face value as they come. If, you know, I'm quite on, an honest person. I yeah. like to take people on face value. However, if you then muck me around, then you see a whole other side of me. Um, that's not a warning, Paulie. But no, this is this. Is, but, um, you know, it's you know, I don't. I, you know, I'm not one of these people that you know hold grudges or anything like that. But if you if you annoy me, I just yeah move move to move move you along, and I I'll just have no further dealings because life's too short to have grudges. Mate, do you know what? It's something that Brad says a lot is if all the business owners in the world just did the things they said they were going to do, they'd be ahead of all the other business owners. Because so many people go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll promise you this, and it never happened. Um, and I can remember one time me and you met up for a something. I think it was a cup of tea. It's an excuse to have a cup of tea. And I went, oh, I've just remembered. Somebody was asking me for X, Y, and Z. Um, Tony, are you all right walking into a big holiday home that, that's, that does this, but they need connectivity doing that, 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 and that? And you went, yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. And I remember seeing the look of, it sounds good, but will I really hear about it in the future? And then I think it was a week later, you were on site pricing it up for and even, I, I, do you know what? I don't even know what happened past then because past that, it's you're dealing with them. But it's quite funny when you say to somebody, I'm going to get you in with these guys because I think you'll fit. So many people go, oh, I've heard that so many times before. It's not going to happen. But 
mate, you're in with a bunch of people who actually do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And again, if anybody asks me for anything, you know, anybody, but even more so within that group, you know, if I can do do it, I'll do it. Yeah. If I can't, I'll say I can't. Or I'll say I can't, but this person can. So much more respect for that. Really have. And even to the point of, I wasn't joking earlier, Tony has fixed computers for me. Um, my one hadn't completely died, but you did give it a nice breath of fresh air and it could live again. My daughter's one had died. My daughter's one, I even handed it to you saying, I don't expect to see this. I don't. And then you called me up and went, actually, Paul, if I put £40 worth of kit in this, this will be a nice working machine. £40 compared to buying a new laptop, go for it, Tony. And you did, and I think it's still running now, mate. Good. <laughs> but, but it works, doesn't it? And then I can go yeah. and tell people what you've done, and they go, ah, I was thinking I was going to have to ditch this machine. Maybe not. Mate, that's awesome. So BitSmart had started and did have a client you yep. joined a certain Facebook group that is no longer available. Yeah. Met a bunch of people that kind of wanted to push you a bit further. Yeah. And and what else was going on in your life at that time, Tony? I'd just been put on furlough by that point at that point. Which was, like I said, a godsend because it meant that yeah, okay, the government were paying me, uh, the eighty percent. Um, but it meant I was able to continue to, you know, pay the pay the rent, pay the bills, but also have some time to build the business because I didn't have any money to put into the business when I started it. I literally opened a business bank account with five quid. Good lad. Um, I had then done a couple of procurement projects with with some suppliers who then paid me a commission because they didn't want to give. The other people a commission they want to give it to me so they gave it, gave it to me which helped me a little bit as well at the start um and my business has just grown like that it's pretty much been word of mouth all the way through and mate do you know what i've got so much respect for you because as it's been growing you have not had a problem with taking on other work to keep your dream alive as well and and building so and your wife she's such a grafter i i Seriously, next time I see her, I'm giving her a massive cuddle and, and hopefully she won't kick me for it. Three weeks, mate. Three weeks, awesome. She's, she's, she's coming too. Lovely. <laughs> right, she can be my date for the night because Jessie's ditched me. Um, but, but, do you know what I mean? And, and I know that, I know she's not, she doesn't want to be out publicly. She doesn't do loads of stuff on Facebook promoting stuff. But I know that she's been back there pushing you and helping you as well. And it's so nice to see me. Um, it's funny because every, every time the business socials go off with something new, she likes and shares every single time. And, you know, just seeing that every so often I get a notification saying she's liked and shared it. It's like, yeah, I know she's there behind me. Just give me that next little kick. Yeah. Mate, you know what? I did a live today. And while I was doing that live, actually you appeared and my wife appeared as well. Just She just did a hey you kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, she likes this. This is good. It, it does help. I don't care what anyone says, it does help. Um, 
And unfortunately, I've seen buddies where it's the opposite, that the partner doesn't think they should be doing this. They think they should walk away from, you know, being an entrepreneur or starting their own business and trying to get them to get a sensible job. But the fact is, mate, and this is my own personal view here, okay? This is nothing to do with Jesse, this one. This is just me. I don't think there is a secure job out there anymore. I completely agree. Um, so going back to January last year, I took a job. Well, October 2020, I took a job at Sainsbury's for three months, yeah. stocking shelves at night because I'd been made redundant. I knew that money wasn't going to last very long. So I thought if I can, you know, if I do three nights a week at Sainsbury's, I can then got the week to run the business. But it did mean I did some work for a co-working space in Hampshire, which yep. then led to a training opportunity. Now, that training opportunity ended up being 50 hours a week, um, which meant that it was a full-time job and the business yep. was kind of on the side. Um, last month was my last month in full-time, doing that full-time. They are now a customer and I just do training a couple of days a week. And um, I'm so much happier because I've got dedicated time for them, dedicated time for me during nice. the week. I don't, ha- I don't have to work until three, four, five in the morning anymore. Not every night anyway. <laughs> but you're right. You know, this, uh, you know one of the um, team at that place said, you know, but it's a secure job. I'm like, nothing's secure anymore. Uh, you know, and it's not just COVID that's changed that. It's, I think COVID's just accelerated that. You know, what was the stat? Was it 70,000 new companies being generated each and every month towards the back end of the last lockdown? Something like that. I think Hampshire alone was something like 9,000 of them. And you just, you look at numbers like that. And then I hear other small business owners go, there's no business out there. Really? 70,000 new potential customers every month? And you, you're honestly saying to me you've contacted all of them? Don't. Don't. Just don't. I mean, me and you can teach people ways to get in front of potential new clients. Don't, don't stand there and tell me this cannot work. It's, it's like people that go to networking events that say, They'll try it and go, yeah, I'm not going to become a member because the people I'm speaking to aren't the right people for me. You know, they're not my they're not my target audience. And it's the whole, it's not what who they it's not who they are, it's who they know. And yeah, all of that is um some short-sightedness out there, a lot of it. And I think that's why or how, you know, other businesses, you know, y- yourself, you know, me and all these others are able to thrive or begin to thrive. And do you know what, mate? A lot of times um, it's changed now, okay? this the, What I'm going to tell you has changed now because Nuggets has done so well and Mental Theft is doing so well. But I always used to make a point of standing up in networking meetings and saying, I'm Paul Newton, I'm a magician, and I'd do a trick, and I'd sit back down. Now, the people who knew me in the room knew how extensive my network was. But the new people, I didn't want them jumping on me and going oh, you've got these massive clients and therefore you can get me into them. No, I'm going to check you out first. I'm, I'm not just going to hand you into everyone in my network because I need to figure out 
it's that it's that old networking thing, isn't it? That the Pippa goes on about as well. I'm going to meet you. Do I like you? Do I want to get to know you? And do I trust you? And and if you don't tick off all four of them, you're not getting into my network. Um, and so many people want to just bypass that. They want to jump through that and just go sell me to all of your clients. Why? I'm, I'm sorry, but if I put you in there, that's my reputation back in you now, and I haven't checked you out yet. Or um, you get the other one where they just try and sell you for your uh, for your one one to one during your networking events. Yeah, I think we I think we both had them probably with some similar people. <laughs> Mate, I, I had one person try and do that. I won't say exactly what the company was, but it was pretty much um, do it yourself Botox. And my word, I wanted to punch her. <laughs> so I was just like, really. Really, you think this needs boat? Stop it, stop it, get out of my way. Um, and yeah, she was quite rude to a few other people as well. And I'm like, I I know I'm I, I'm not an area manager in foreign or whatever it is, but can I throw her out, please? Um, yeah, that led to some interesting conversations. Apparently, it's the first time I've ever been really annoyed about somebody trying to promote their business. So I'll move on from that one because. Brad might listen to this and remind him of the trouble I caused. So, (laughs) (laughs) mate, that's the only time I went on a proper strop about someone. She was so rude to some of the members. I just went, no, she's at any meetings. I'm not, I'm done. Um, Yeah. And I'm still in the group. So there we go. (laughs) Um, But so, okay. Where's, where's BitSmart now? It's just about a place where I can pay, afford to pay me each month. Ooh. Not, you know, not loads. No, and you're not just, big just enough to pay the bills. And actually, I know the things you've been up to and been doing, and I might have been privy to a couple of things. And I know that you're also being very, um, very mindful right now because you know that I'm proud of you and proud of what you've done. Yeah. Okay. Likewise, mate. Uh, mate. What you, you know, what you and Jesse have done with Nuggets and Mental Theft is... I know, I know. Eight listeners. Something that you you both need to be really, really proud of. You know, those... Is it eight or is it nine subscribers? Eight. No, it's eight. It's... it's oh, shut up. Stop helping Jesse, otherwise I'll take it back down to seven. Okay? Did, no. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, but... Thing is, though, you're right. On so many levels, the lockdown thing, you and I both would have had very good reasons or excuses to give up. Fair enough. Um, I probably should be a van driver somewhere right now because I thought that was my only route out of this. And the fact is I'm now being, well, actually, as this show goes out, we've already announced it. Um, and Tony, right now at time of recording, you don't know this. Me and Jesse have just been invited to a big gala dinner. For the, Jesse, I might need you to come off of mute for a second because the name of it is is killing me. The British Podcast Awards. Oh wow! Congratulations, gents. That's that's, that's outstanding. So yeah, so we've been invited to a big gala dinner to find out if we've made the shortlist for the people that could win. Two years ago, dude, me and you should have given up. 
and we didn't. Okay. Now, and and I know some of the things that BitSmart are going through because I've had emails asking me if um asking me about the quality of BitSmart's work because they want to take you on as a supplier. And mate, seriously, some of the places you're into now, hats off to you. Well done. Thank you. It's um it's been uh, this is going to sound really, really weird. It's right. It's, we been, do, we... tu- it's been tough, but at the same time, it's been really easy. Um, um, I, I don't know how. That's the only way I can describe it. It's been it's really, really hard work, and at times, even throughout the last, you know, so business is what two years old, give or take. Yeah, yeah it's been four or five times I've just think, thought. What am I? What am I bothering for? I could just go and get a job, but the fact that, like I said, that that thing in the back of my head saying you're pushing forty, if you give up now, you're going to be stuck in a job for the rest of your life. Um, it's just been been there, and the fact that I want to, you know, I'm not looking to grow this business to millions and millions of pounds, but I just want it to grow enough to be able to support me, the wife, the kids. Yeah, and have a nice holiday every couple of years. It's all I want. Agreed. Yeah. I get to take Matthew to school, my son, every day. Not many dads. It's brilliant. Dude, well done. Um, and do you know what? I'm really excited to see what happens for the next year of BitSmart. Really excited to see what happens over the next two to three years because I think with the attitude you've got and the attitude you've got towards your customers as well, it's about time the IT industry had a bit of a kick up the backslope. Um, it's, funny you, it's funny you say that. I was with a group of IT companies last week at a networking event. Yeah. And we were saying pretty similar that it's about time something got shook up. Nice. Love that. Right. I'm going to ask you that dreaded question that, that always comes at the end of the show. Um, what's the nugget that you want everyone to walk away from listening to this with? Right. So bear in mind, we haven't really talked about IT too much. I'm going to throw two out there. Okay. The first one is... It's not even mine. I've stolen it from George McFly. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. No. Um, You know, like I said, 10 years ago, where was I 10 years ago? I was at university. 15 years ago. Let's go back a bit further. Yeah. I was cooking burgers for a living. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be where I am now. Um, And having a group of people that I can rely on. You know, you're stuck, you know, both of you guys are in that group. My wife's in that group. Having people that, you know, trust me and give me that push when I, you know, know when I need a push is great. Um, so, yeah, put, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything, even if it's just bringing a pool of people around you to give you a kick up the arse. Yeah. And my second one is tech-related. If 
you only do one thing. If you're a business owner and you haven't got it, enable multi-factor authentication on all of your business critical accounts. Doing a, we were talking about this again last week, and there are so many businesses out there, especially in the smaller SME that don't have it on. It can stop over 99% of automated attacks on your accounts and it's literally a flick of a switch in in settings it's not hard to do and if you don't know how to do it speak to paul and he'll put you in touch with me or one of his many other it contacts and i'm sure one of us will be able to do it for you and this is it mate (laughs) if i switch my hands to mental theft just for a second you're right i completely agree with the 99% if you do if you just turn on mfa if you don't know what that is get in touch with one of us we'll help i won't charge you a fortune just you know a small fortune um and, but seriously you can set it up for nothing and it might save your business from getting hacked and ripped to pieces just do it uh, right i need to get off my soapbox again jesse I'm doing this too much lately because that really winds me up. And the only time people contact me about it is when it's too late. Yeah. You know, contact you and done your cash flow. I can't pull it back for you. And neither can Tony. Really can't. Tony, thank you so much for being here, mate. You know how much I love you. You know I'm looking forward to the next time I meet you in a dodgy car park and give you a big cuddle. It's not. It's in a nice hotel room next time, Paul. Nice hotel room. Oh, should we do tea and biscuits? I think it's an evening. Is it not an evening event? So it's going to be wine and stuff. The thing we're actually meeting at. I the think thing we're actually meeting at. Food and wine. Um, I'm not allowed the alcohol stuff until I finish my bit. Then I'll join you on the wine. Awesome. Tony been awesome thank you so much for coming here mate i wanted to show how businesses can start and how they can grow and i think you've given us that in abundance thank you so much buddy ladies and gents that is the amazing tony edwards and i'm going to look at him and say tony do you want to say goodbye to everyone bye everyone we will see you in a minute we're going to do a quick advert and then it'll be me and jesse talking about tony behind his back and he doesn't get to hear that until the show goes out so that's always fun right Mutants Nuggets. See, I told you he was lovely, didn't I? I'd really like to... to, Okay, so we record these bits on a Monday. The weekend just gone, I was at the Business Success Network Awards evening and Tony was up as a nominee for a couple of awards. Uh, He didn't win those, but he said one of the nicest things ever. He just felt like an absolute winner for the people that he was in the room with and because he got a cuddle with me. And the thing is that I would say with that is that one thing that I got from listening to Tony talking about his business, which I'd never known before, is how new his business is. Oh, yeah. And what an amazing job he's done of getting to a stage where he's essentially, he's an established business now. Yep. And it's not been easy. He's been doing it through the hardest couple of business years there has ever been. Why, why, why was that tough? I mean, what, what happened? Oh, yeah. How was your two years, Paul? Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Okay, you're right. Good point. Yeah, he's done this <laughs> in a horrible time for any business. Yeah. Really has. Um, um, but he's done an amazing job. His branding's fantastic. Um, his, what he does is excellent. 
Um, but I also think he's got quite an old business head on him for someone who hasn't been doing it for that long. I think you can tell he's really invested in himself and yeah, understanding who he is as a business owner and those sorts of things. I, I'm just really, really impressed in, in all of him. Well, actually, do you know, he's even just helped out... Um, I'll be careful here, I won't say who, um, but a contact of mine may have forgotten a password on a laptop. Oh, yes. And you know I sometimes get involved in stuff like that? Yeah. Um, there are ways around that. Yeah. I would not advise anyone listening to this to download any of the ways around that. Because, <laughs> bad, okay? Yeah. But Tony has got one of my contacts past a broken password. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's good. And, and, you know, this was a bit of kit that was worth eight £900, and I think he charged them something like 75 and got it all back up and running and working again. Amazing. D- uh, yeah, amazing. That that co- the, that small business could have been in right trouble there. Yeah. Um, and he saved their backside. So, top man. Um, what do you think about his nuggets? Oh, fantastic. Uh, I mean, obviously... From the mental theft point of view, the two-factor, multi-factor authentication. Please, please, please use two-factor authentication at least. Oh, I meant to say to you, I recently, nothing to do with purchasing the food that we had just before we recorded. Nope, nope. Noticed that, um, so I had 2FA to the app that for the banking app when I put the card details through. Right, so you've purchased something. 2FA came up. Yeah, and so worked. Went, I went into the app. Yeah, and interestingly, it even came up with a warning saying, "If somebody's phoning you to ask you for to do this, don't." It's definitely a scam. Good at last. And it was about big time. red letters, and it was great because everything else was like as I expected it, and it was this big red thing in the middle that just went. This could be a scam, and I was like, "About time someone's taking yeah. that seriously." But now, now my issue now is. Um, I know that banks and insurers have for ages been trying to stop having the responsibility put onto the banks. Yeah. So if they've started doing things like that and you still give out that information, it's now 100% proven that it's your fault. Yeah. So please, please, please don't give out that information. Um, you're not going to be able to claim them burning back for very long, I don't think. No. Anyway, we've we've gone on a mental theft tangent. <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah. We are both literally sat here in Nuggets t-shirts. Yes, and, um, we are. Literally. Oh, as I... you can see on the podcast. <coughs> yeah, for the three people watching the video, I'm, I apologise, I don't have my hat. Yeah. Um, that's my fault. Just draw it. Um, just. Do you recognise him now? There you go. Is that, uh, yeah, that's right good. Um, the other nugget, because <coughs> he was amazing enough to give us two nuggets, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Well, I think he's shown that by example. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that he got a Back to the Future reference, because that's one of my favourite films. Yeah, uh, that was brilliant. Um, and do you know what? He's... Right, I know where he's at with his business, and I know he's at the point of uh, this could grow much bigger. Yeah. I love the fact that somebody who is so nice and actually wants to be out there to help people could be employing people soon. My word, what a great job that would be to have. Yeah. Working with somebody like him who just wants to build and grow and help as many as possible. Um, Tony, honestly, mate, hats off to you, literally. You're a, you're an absolute star, and I loved the cuddle I got at the weekend. Thank you very much, mate. Um, so, next bit. 
Nuggeteer of the Week. So we've got to listen to Tony again. Yeah, yeah. You, you now get the, the little jingle he did and his voice. Go, Tony. It's time for the Nuggeteer of the Week. <laughs> so, Nuggeteer of the Week. Hold on. We didn't arrange who's announcing this one. Uh, no. You mean because we're so normally heavily scripted? Yeah. That you've been thrown by the fact that I'm we don't thrown have... by the fact that we didn't actually arrange this. <laughs> uh, do you want me to discuss what it is? Because I know what it is probably more in depth than what you know what it is. Well, yeah, right. But... So the re- the reason we're saying that is Nuggeteer of this week is a Mr. Gary Jones. Gary has been a supporter of our show for ages. We've supported his show for ages, uh, The Grow Show. Um, and Gary has started The Grow Radio. Now, I believe it's fully launching on September the 14th of this year, 2022. But the website is up and live now. Please tell me I got that date right. I believe you are correct. Awesome. We'll go if I got the date right. If my voice suddenly changes to Jesse's when I said that date, then don't worry about it. Um, 14th of September. Look at that. Got it right. Yes. At 8am. But he's taking applications now from podcasts and shows that want to be part of Grow Radio. Like I said, Gary has supported us so much ever since we started that obviously we jumped on the chance to join in, which meant I sent Jesse an email saying to him, can you do the technical stuff so that we can be involved? Yeah, That's pretty much which what we've happened. done. Right. So you can now go to growradio.co.uk and see Newton's Nuggets and a load of other amazing podcasts on there. There's the Business Success Show, which is Stacey Calder's one, previous guest. Ex-guest. Um, ex-guest. Becca Poutney's on there. Ex-guest, yeah. Um, Keith, Keith Blake Moore Noble. Keith Blake Moore Noble, ex-guest on there. Um, Gary um, Jones himself, ex-guest. <laughs> but, hold on, uh, has he... Mind, mind Affinity, ex-guest. Yeah, has he basically just gone through our guest list? <laughs> Gary Jones, you've gone from being Nuggeteer of the Week to I'm watching you. Yeah. <laughs> Who else have we got on there? Uh, oh, Power of a Hobby Head podcast. Oh, Dom, Dom, Dom Fenton. Fenton. Activity ex, Connector. Ex yeah, guest. Ex guest. Right, yeah. Ex guest. Okay. Um, I see what's happening here. Yeah. So uh, that looks well, like. Pattern forming, Gary. Just watching So there's 15 on the website at the minute that I can see. And for the first 30 that sign up, you get to be a part of this free for a year. And basically what the idea of Grow Radio is for people who love podcasts or people who love radio even. Basically, the idea is that the podcasts from those shows will be going out as if it was a radio station. So they'll be back to back and there'll be different scheduling and different things going out. And it'll be a really good way to listen to a really good variety of podcasts. And this sounds like a complete advert, which it absolutely wasn't supposed to be, because we just wanted to say thank you to Gary. No, I agree with you. It wasn't going to be an advert, but he has supported us so much. And yeah. seriously, dude, that's why you're Nuggeteer of the Week. We love what you do. And I sat next to him for dinner on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. He put up and he was lovely, wasn't he? He was lovely. He's always lovely. <laughs> He's just one of those people that's always just got such a nice, warm, friendly personality. Mate, it gets worse, because when I saw him on Sunday morning... I was getting my breakfast at the hotel. You were both staying in the same hotel. Staying in the hotel, might not, want not to, same I, room. Want to point Wouldn't out? Have minded. But. <laughs> we went out to dinner, and then when we woke up and had breakfast together. Breakfast. Yeah, go on. So basically, Gary's my new boyfriend. <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh no! No! <laughs> Quick, delete. No. Um. So, so me and Bum, me, me and 
bumped into Gary? No. Me and Gary bumped into each other at breakfast. Right. And I then made him sit with me and have breakfast with me as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he looked a bit scared. But... <laughs> no. no change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, thank you very much, Gary. You are awesome, mate. Thank you very much. We're... Do you know what? If we'd planned this before, I could have given him the badges. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well planned. Us. Yeah, we're great. Professional business podcast. Anything else? Uh, the gif of professional business podcast is doing very well. Is it? Yeah. Don't and, tell me and, the numbers. And and the gif of um the gif of um, Mag with his previous with his gif, foot in the air. With his foot in the air, of which there are two, but the one without any writing on it. So it's just him with his foot in the air. Has gone well past a hundred thousand views. No way. <laughs> I thought he might hit me, but he's actually quite pleased about it. <laughs> right. For those of you on YouTube, I'm going to do this straight down camera. This is just for you guys. Okay, ready? You're all weird. Um, the last time I'd looked, when I said 100,000 views, yeah. it was like at 110 or something. It's 160-odd now, so that's good. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I just find it really weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, go find the GIF. Awesome. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Um, we're about to head off to London now. Yeah, so next the... week's... So we're not talking about it. They all have seen it in our socials, the fact that we're at the British Podcast Awards. Yeah. Uh, whatever happens, we'll be talking about it next week because it's a Paul and Jesse show. Because um, that's weird as well. Because it's weird for us to go there. We're not expecting anything from it. We're just we're going to really enjoy it and just meet people and chat with people and. Yeah, I think we're both happily just thinking of it as almost a it's, networking event. Yeah, it's us. just not. It's going to be a fun thing for us to do for an evening. Um, yeah. And so, if anything comes of it, great. But we're not expecting anything. But I was, was going to say I'm not expecting our names to get called out at all. No. Unless they catch me doing something. <laughs> Paul Newton, will you stop that? <laughs> and then I'll be like, I'm back at school, yay! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here as every single week. I still can't believe how many of you are here. Thank you so much. We're nine, right? Nine people. We're at nine at the minute. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Plus the three YouTubers, or is that with the three? Plus three YouTubers, so 12. 12. 12. So, wow. Wow, you've got me to agree to double figures. Okay, cool. Ladies and gents, thank you so much. We'll see you next week for another thrilling and exciting instalment of Newton's Nuggets. everyone thank you so much for watching now if you want to subscribe it should be up there if you want to see more of newton's nuggets they're down there if you want to see more about mental theft stuff that should be down there somewhere and the business speaking stuff should be up there thank you very much speak to you all soon bye bye